up, everybody? It's your girl, Constance Annan, and you're now listening to Constance B Podcast. Welcome to another segment of Candid Convos with Constance. And this week's special guest is a very close friend of mine from college, Miss Adriana Allen. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? I'm excited to be here today. This week's segment is going to have a little bit more structure than it has had in the past. We have a series of topics. Each topic is going to get three minutes on the clock. And they are all random topics. Nothing correlates to one another. Everything is just kind of random. So without further ado, let's get started. All righty. So I guess I'm just going to fill you in. You kind of know a lot of it. But, you know, just with my whole situation with getting it, jumping into a new relationship and moving quickly and living with someone after knowing them for a short period of time, but not so much that, but now I am relying on him to reach my own personal goals even though I'm not invested in the relationship anymore. Um, is, is that bad that, you know, I'm doing everything, any means necessary to reach my goals? I think you know that that's not the best thing you should be doing. You're basically finessing the nigga. Do you think that that's the right thing to be doing? <sighs> it's not the best thing to be doing, but you know, at a certain point, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like, you got to do what, what you need to do for you. You feel me? Like, just so everybody knows, my personal goal is to finish school. And right now, this is the only way that I can do it. So should I take that L on school to spare somebody's feelings? Or do I just keep going my route and do what I got to do? I mean, you should have never put your life in the position where somebody else is, you know, has all the planning cards and now has a say so on whether you go to school because they're funnier way through school. But you've already put yourself in that situation. So at this point, I don't think you really need advice because you've already decided that this is what you want to do. So you just have to be okay with the fact that you're finessing and using somebody. And if that's the case, then I mean, I just don't know what you're really asking us because you're going to continue to use him to get what you want because that's what you want to do. What I say is not going to you know, change that because you have a goal and you have um, a plan for yourself. And right now the plan is for you to finesse the nigga to get through school. <laughs> right? You're right. But you know, the sad part is it didn't even, it didn't even start like this. You know, I got into relationship, into the relationship with, you know, honest and genuine emotions. And that just changed as the time went by. So, you know, I am stuck and I put myself in this situation, but I don't know, guys. Girl, all I can say is if somebody <laughs> ever uses you and you're on the other side of the playing field, you'll have some perspective. And you can't be too mad because you didn't did it before. Facts. So that is, you know, that's that's the answer you get for that. I wish you the best of luck on that whole entire <laughs> <laughs> that whole entire situation. Um, yes. Let's go into the next topic. What do you think is the appropriate way to handle people that create racist content? So I don't know if you've seen, like, recently some girl made a video, like a TikTok, and it was like, yes. how to make a nigger or something. Okay, yeah, so yes. you're, you're hip to that. And I think yes. what a lot of people tend to do in those situations is they like to go and find out this person's uh, school and whole life story and ruin their lives as best as they can. How do you think this, this stuff should be handled? Honestly, and this might be a bad way to look at it, but I don't feel bad for what she's getting. I think that it's the best way to get justice for a minor, yes, because she's not going to go to jail for it. Um, and, you know, this is the only way to hold her accountable. Like, like I does mean, this she, really stop her from progressing in life? Because everybody knows it's not all about you know what you know it's about who you know so if she knows people that are in a position of power she could easily get a job what like, what I feel like this is gonna, 
it's definitely gonna put a bad taste in her mouth to not do it again because so? as far as I do like as far as right she went on social media and did an apology saying oh I um don't ruin my life it was a silly video and there's other people that do it so clearly she feels like her life is being dramatically affected right now and she should she got expelled so now she has to go get a GED I'm sure I don't know I haven't checked up on it but I'm sure her college probably rescinded her acceptance so it is putting a really big wedge in her life and if she does get it all worked out she will never forget it I feel you, but I just don't think an apology means that somebody's actually going to change. So I don't believe that because you've done all this, you've changed the racist from being a racist. If anything, you've made them more upset with the race that they attacked earlier. And now they're just going to hate black people more or whatever. Like, I personally don't care that people are, you know, taking the time to look up the information and ruin her life. I don't care. I would never take it upon myself to ruin somebody else's life. But I just don't think we are solving the problem at its core like the issue here is they're racist people we want racism to stop by doing this i do not believe that this person is going to stop being racist so and i can 100 percent agree with that yeah but what would what would you say how do you change somebody's racist mind you can't i don't think you need to even where i don't think that we can elsewise we, there wouldn't be racism today they've been fighting for our rights and civil us uh, for the civil rights movements and racism for a long ass time i just don't think that there's anything that we can do it's up to a person to want to make that change and that's in anything beyond racism you cannot force people you know to change but i think at this point it's about respecting that other race or that other group that you may not agree with you know like i don't i don't you you know time's up we gotta go to the next topic all right go ahead and finish your thought no i was just gonna say you know it's maybe not about changing their mind completely like obviously those people will age up and die out and it'll go away but it's about respecting that other person. You don't have to always speak what's on your mind. And that was just a blatant act of disrespect. And I feel like it should be punished. Yeah, completely. Okay, completely understood. I feel you. I just don't think that the punishment is going to make change. But we will never know. Next topic. Is, <laughs> do you believe households need a male or a father? Wow. Wow, wow, I only wow. brought that up because I think a lot of times people like to attribute females going through the quote-unquote relationship. Right. You know, yeah, like they, they yeah. say that it's because of an absentee father. And I just personally don't believe that uh, a father is that significant. It, I don't right. think a father is any more important in a life than a mother is. And to be honest, because I am, I do see myself like marrying a woman in the future, I don't think that you necessarily need a male or a female more. At this point, it's just a matter of making sure a child is in an endearing environment and a loving environment in a two-parent household. You know, making right. sure this child has the ability to see love and to be in an environment where they can focus on their mental health and not feel so separated and broken and just things like that. You know what I mean? Right. And and I, I, I 100% agree. You know, I have a girlfriend and her relationships don't always go too well and she likes to attribute that to her, um, you know, mess of a father and me I was blessed to have two fathers but my biological father wasn't really there in an emotional capacity and my stepfather I wouldn't really say that I was connected to him in any way so if I want to say where a lot of my growth and the person that I've become came from I would have to say my mother and so I don't really think that you know a man contributes or has to have like contribute Mm -hmm. as long as there's someone there letting you know that you're loved right and this is how you should be loved 
then I don't think it matters. Right. I really don't. Yeah. I don't. I agree. I will say, though, I think it's a tricky <laughs> situation. Like, I don't know what it's like to be a boy, but I can't imagine that boys don't have to learn as much as women do. Like, we have periods and breasts and things like that, and it's like, only a woman can teach a woman about those things. I mean, a man can too, but they won't fully understand, like, cramps and things like that. So, I'm not saying a, a mother is more important, but I would say, like, I can understand why a mom may need to be, or a female may need to be in the life of another female. You know what I mean? But, um... That contradicts what I was saying. I don't know. Overall, I do think that, like, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, though, right? It's like, yeah, I do. In a woman's life that's like only a woman can uh, speak on it. And that doesn't necessarily mean that a woman has to be in the household, but, you know, there should be access to another woman to help this woman understand why she's going through the changes in her life that she's undergone. So what you're trying to say is like you 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 beg the yeah, begs the question does a man need to be in a boy's life? life. Or does a woman so, need yeah, to so be in a girl's about, life? I think like a man. I think it's important for men to be around other men, if that makes sense. Like, yes. And, and I would, I would agree with that. Cause I because just I feel like know, that's right. maybe where the disconnect is with this generation and how they do treat relationships as far as even just the basics. Like, even though you, Oh dang. Finish your thought. <laughs> even though like, you know, obviously boys here every day, like you're supposed to hold the door for a woman and take them out on a date and buy them dinner. Like, obviously those things weren't pressed upon them by a man in their life. So I feel like maybe, well, you can't say where... that automatically, but I feel you. We don't know who's teaching them to open the doors and things like that. But a woman can teach that to a man as much as a man can teach that to a woman. But go ahead. Yes, yeah. That's it. All right. Next, next topic is. Oh, wow. This is right on point with what you were saying. Do you believe you should have to like teach people how to love you? Or do you think like the right person will just automatically know, you know, how to treat you? Oh, wow. I think that the right person will autom- automatically know how to treat you. And I say that because like how we opened this whole podcast with um, I'm in a relationship right now that's not really filled with a lot of love, but I've been in relationships where I love that person so much and I blindly love them. And I can honestly say I've seen a difference in how I treat these, these two different people, what I give them, what I tolerate mm-hmm. from them, you know, how they feel, how I comfort them. So I definitely, I don't feel like you need to learn love. I feel like when you feel it, You'll give, You'll give it. it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I don't, I think like oftentimes a lot, I've done it myself too. It's like settling for somebody or settling for a situation because you believe like this person can change or you can make a difference or, you know, there'll be some sense of growth in the relationship that'll no. satisfy no. you in some way. And I just don't think yeah. that that is what it needs to be. I believe that it will automatically click because that's just how life is when things are right. in your life. There's no need to fight and, you know, figure it out. It just kind of happens. Right. So I completely, completely agree with that. And back to your situation, it's just so sad that you know that you just don't love this person or have feelings for this person and you're allowing yourself to stick through this, you know, relationship just for finances and money and things like that. And so if we were to go back to what you said earlier, I would say just leave that person and get but it you on know your the- own, like, damn. The thing about it, though, and it's not that person's fault, but I'm sure that person can feel that there's not a lot of love here and they haven't made the change either. Well, we're not going to blame it on that person. We talking about you because you are who we can fix in the situation. So while you're still sticking around in a situation where you don't like this person and you don't feel the connection, regardless of what they feel, you need to make the decision 
You're one hundred percent right yourself. And while you sit around right. mooching off him for his, you know, the little <laughs> bit of money he can give you for school, for real, for real, you are crippling yourself because now you're putting yourself in a position where uh, if he loses his job, you can't go to school. Now you're stuck with a nigga. Now you got to worry about breaking up with the nigga because you don't got the connection. And now you feel, you know, like you have to abruptly break up with him. And it's just like you are also putting yourself in a position where you cannot grow in a sense of getting, being financially stable and things like that to take care of yourself. So I would get out of the situation. Real quickly, kind of, th- this is the topic we're actually on, but do you feel like it's weird that someone can feel love for someone who isn't showing love? Do I think it's because weird? I he... don't think it's weird. Okay. But go ahead. Because he, he always says he's madly in love with me, and I think in my head, like, I'm not doing the things to be deserving of your love right now, and you're still giving it to me, which makes me feel worse, but I just think it's it's strange. And I obviously I'm no you know stranger to that. I've been in a relationship where it wasn't equally given. So I think people confuse I love it, and but... lust and they're not aware of the fact that like you may be lusting over characteristics or traits of a person but it's not really, you know, love or whatever. Or you may you may have love for them and you know love parts and bits of them, but next topic yeah. the timer went off. This is the last topic for today. Drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of relationship do you plan to have with your children? Wow. Um, it's interesting because like I've always just wanted. I've never really thought about my relationship. I just know what I want to give my kids. Mm-hmm. I know that I want them to have everything that you know their hearts desire. Like no way, like spoiling them. Like they would obviously need to deserve it. But I've always just imagined just giving my kids everything that, you know, they that could they possibly want. think Obviously, of. Obviously, yeah. Right. Obviously, providing for your child so that they don't have to want for anything. Right. But I'm more so mean in the sense of, like, are you going to be cool with your child coming to talk to you about sex? Because I don't want my 16-year-old daughter coming to talk to me about sex. I don't want my 14-year-old daughter coming to wow. me. She fucking was playing around with boys. <laughs> and what I just want there to be some level of respect where you know, like, there are certain things you cannot bring to me because you know that that is just not appropriate for you to be doing at that time. And I'm not saying I want my child to be rebellious or anything. I don't want them to feel like they can't not talk to me, but I just don't want to be so, let me say, there's like a fine line between parents and friendships. And I think a lot of people like, right. I'm my child's friend route. Right. I just don't want to be seen as a friend. I want to be seen as a parent. I want to be respected. And I want my child to feel like there Mm -hmm. is some sense of, respect that needs to be given i'm not saying talking about sex is disrespectful but it's just like you shouldn't feel like that's the right thing to be doing at that age anytime anyways you know what i mean this is different if you're like right. 20 or 30 whatever come to talk to me about it or like you're mature enough but i just don't right want to open that door for my immature child to be doing things that they shouldn't be doing and coming to me to talk and i don't know like i just really want there to be boundaries <laughs> as far as what <laughs> we discuss and you know things like that yeah, I mean, I've definitely thought about that, and it's it's hard because I want my child to feel comfortable coming to me to talk to right. them about it. But no, I don't want because I feel like when you open that space up, it creates room for disrespect, uh, yeah. and your child gonna be acting like bad baby. So, <laughs> so n- I mean, it's hard though because like I feel like I wish I could have gone to my mother to talk to her about the time I lost my virginity and how everything went. Or I wish I could tell her right now that how this whole situation is playing out with my current guy. So I wish that I could talk to my but mom what is the, about so Why don't like you this. talk to her about those things? Because you feel she'd be disappointed? Definitely. Exactly. I feel like she'd yeah. be disappointed and she would just question all my other life choices. But at the same time, I feel like 
I could really use her advice and help right now. And so it's kind of like that because I would want, if my 16 year old child was debating to lose her virginity, but she didn't know if it was the right guy or if it was the right way or what to do or where to get condoms or how to do whatever she needed to do. If that was a decision that she was being prepared to make. You want her to talk to you. Yeah. And I feel you on that. I think like, yeah. So when I say, I don't want to talk to my child about sex, it's not that I don't want to have the sex talk with them. I don't want to prepare them for what's going on in this world. Like my child is going to know that these are the things happening, but it's just, I would hope that I've like raised my child up in a way to not want to even get into things like that because they know that this isn't the time of their life where they need to be worried about those things. And if they do do those things, I guess I would much rather have them be more reluctant to tell me. I think that the fear that we have to talk to our parents about these things comes from a level of respect because we don't want them to look, you know, to be ashamed of us. I don't want my child to be afraid of you know opening up to me after they've made a mistake or after they you know while they're contemplating making one but I just think that there's just like I said there's just certain boundaries that need to be had I do not want my child feeling like we're friends and you can come you know sit and smoke with me or talk to me but like right there's just things I don't know it's all about the climate that you create for your child and I think like obviously it's a it's a fine balance right and I think like at the age that we're at now I would love for my child to be comfortable coming to talk to me about whatever situation they're going through at this age and I guess that also is dependent on how they come up and how they you know how comfortable they feel with me anyways but uh right I don't know siblings that's why siblings are a great piece of the family to have yeah (laughs) yeah my child feels comfortable but you know I'm the oldest and so it's like you know I had to take all these hard bumps and hard routes alone and I didn't have any siblings to go get advice from so that's yeah. just the burden I carry right. but you know I definitely well, that's get why you have great friends like me and Aaliyah and other <laughs> friends and I'm pretty sure we will tell you exactly what your mom will tell you but there's nothing like your mom's advice so I completely understand but that concludes today's segment we actually went over three minutes so that is all the talks we have for today thank you so much for joining me here today Adriana thank yeah. you for having me yeah girl and uh if you like today's show if you love today's show be sure to subscribe to Constantly Podcast on whatever listening platform you choose to listen to me on go ahead and make sure you are following Constantly Podcast on Instagram at Constantly Pod and Leave me some feedback. Leave a review. Leave a rating. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. Peace.